This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with the other person who is on this podcast. It's Sarah Scrimshaw. Hello. Hello and welcome to our home. Thank you. I'm happy to be here in our home. (laughs) Uh, We are recording in the morning, which we don't normally do. And to my own ears, I have morning voice, even though I've been (laughs) up for like two and a half hours. Yeah. And we've just discovered that I'm taller in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just let that be a mystery about how we discovered that. (laughs) Uh, But do I sound okay? Do I need to do any vocal exercises before we continue with the podcast? I think you sound great. Okay, good. Uh, We have been doing lots of different topics uh, the last few months, and this is a fun one to do. Last week, we did something that I was obsessed with, the theoretical concept of competition, (laughs) which is very, very uh, cathartic for me to talk through. But this week, we have an actual obsession of yours, right? Yeah, I think so. We'll find out. Okay, okay. So are you not sure if it's an obsession? Um, We'll see if it's a short-term obsession or a long-term obsession. Okay, it's a blooming obsession. Mm -hmm. Is that fair to say? I think so. Okay. Well, it is meditation videos. Yes. So let's start with just the absolute straightforward. When you say meditation video, what do you mean? Yeah, this is great because um, as you often do on this podcast, I feel like I need to start with a bunch of caveats. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't no, roll past the caveats. This is, we'll do a caveat slash what I mean because it's kind of all the same thing. Okay. So I specifically am talking about meditation videos and not meditation as a practice Yeah. Um, because that is that is a whole thing. And it is not that I'm disinterested. It is that I do not feel like um, that's the focus of my current obsession. So I just want to make that super clear. Uh, We always talk about like, oh, these are the things we're interested in, not that this is a thing we know a lot about. This is really not a thing I know a lot about. It's just a thing that I'm having fun exploring and discovering. Okay. So yeah, so that's that's kind of my caveat. caveat. Yeah. So what I mean when I say meditation videos in particular, um, honestly, in particular, it's kind of right now during our coronavirus times. Um, but I'm curious how it will also move forward out of this time. Um, a lot of places, I, I, on, well, let me start by saying I started this because I've been making meditation videos for Grayson where I work. Yes, and I will come back to that. Yes. But I really want to be clear on what you mean by meditation videos. Yes, okay. and I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, so what I mean is a lot of um, museums, aquariums, people walking around when they're allowed to safely do so, I feel like are using video and kind of an idea of meditation as a way to to share in a time when we can't be together in person. Okay. So it is specifically that. And then as kind of a side note, all of the uh, kind of uh, public health people and employers who are saying like, yes, do mindfulness. Look, we've got all these resources for you. Like even the UN is doing it. Okay. So those are kind of the two segments. The two se- so that of what I mean. Okay, but what is I, I'm looking for? An alien has landed and <laughs> d- barely knows the nouns meditation and video. Like, describe sure. to me what kind oh. of video you're talking about and what is the content of the video. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, videos that could be uh, a variety of things. Maybe it's just focusing on one image. Maybe. It's looking at something in nature. Maybe it's looking at a piece of art. Maybe it's a montage of a few of like a babbling brook, but then you see the, the mountain up above it or things like that. And uh, I'm including in this both videos that have uh, just the nature sounds or the the um, 
the sounds that you would have inherently in that yeah. situation. Um, the atmospheric sounds, that's what I'm looking for. Um, ones that have music added and ones that do have maybe some element of guided imagery or guided meditation. Okay. So, so you've got a video with an image and the goal is calm peacefulness. Okay. And that an makes experience sense. with whatever you're looking at. So it's partially just images that are peaceful, mm -hmm. but also videos that are designed for like more standard meditation. Like, are you thinking also of, of ones that are actually guiding you through, um, you know, specific breathing techniques and mindfulness or any specific philosophy? Or is it what you're focusing on is more like uh, here is a tree gently, uh, you know, moving in the breeze? Honestly, it's a little bit of both. Um, I think kind of to me where some of the distinction is, is it's not that what what videos are this meditation center that has existed for decades putting out now during this time where they're fully invested in meditation or like some of the meditation apps and websites. It's a little um, a little less about those and a little more how are other people or organizations or institutions turning to this as a way to engage with people. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so I, I see by in your mind the definition of what you're interested in is very, very tied to how it is being used now and mm -hmm. why, as well as the actual thing itself. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Let's go. We'll. I definitely want to get to the ones that you are making, which probably launched uh, at least some of this interest. But I want to go back a little bit uh, farther, as we often do, and talk about when you were maybe first even uh, uh, aware of the idea that there is a thing like a meditation video. Have you ever watched one in the past and if so when would it have been mm, that's a great question i think specifically like a meditation video I've, i mean i've been aware that they're around um it's one of those things that i've kind of always meant to be like oh yeah i should do one of those and really hadn't you mean do one of those like participate like watch, like, one, watch and one and, <laughs> and <okay>. meditate um <laughs> uh, see what it's like uh and, and i'd say like you know maybe in the last year i've done a few here or there sometimes on purpose sometimes like oh I think I'm doing a yoga video but hey there's like a 10 minute guided meditation in the middle or something like that um, okay. because I do um, use yoga videos as well and sometimes they overlap yeah um, yeah so I'd say that's probably I mean and I was aware that especially ones that are just more like background music here's four hours of a babbling brook maybe with some you know peaceful music on it like yeah. i've been aware that those are around probably for quite a few years yeah and the audio uh, versions of YouTube those kind has... of things have been really really popular for a long time like i remember yeah. my friend uh craig vandershagen who uh took a lot of uh photos when i was for me when i was doing uh theater stuff in minneapolis and uh helped me uh with the very first few episodes of obsessed yeah <laughs> teaching me how to edit them that that he had been, I think he had another client who was doing like guided meditation uh, audios. Okay. And he was like, you have to, you have to do a parody one because they're so popular. I bet a parody one would sell. So like I, I have notes still of like my guided uh, meditation audio parody. Yeah. That and I'm I supposed to do you someday. Should. <laughs> I will do it someday. Uh, so you feel like right when YouTube was starting, you were saying is when you were... I mean, for the videos, maybe not right as it was starting, but um, certainly I've been aware of it and been aware of, um, you know, like meditation as a thing because, and I think meditation just keeps growing and changing like 
like many things do, you know, they had audio and we had podcasts and then things like <laughs> YouTube came up and so now they have that. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Is it something that, okay. So it makes sense that you've never been super into like the videos. And I think probably, you know, I would have noticed in, you know, our last decade plus together, if you were constantly watching peaceful videos <laughs> on YouTube, I think I would have noticed that. Uh, but did you search out the kind of moments that you're describing being video, uh, being videotaped, being recorded now? It mm-hmm. is just peaceful moments of nature. Is that something that has been, I know nature and trees are important to you, but the specific, like, I'm just going to sit and look at this one part of nature and specifically as a calming tool. Is that something that you have done on purpose in your life? Like saying, I am stressed about X. I'm going to sit on this park bench and watch those branches dance in the wind, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, I- the the latter example, yes, maybe not that um, consciously of a decision. Yeah. In terms of sitting and watching videos, no, because this is one of the th- reasons maybe that I'm a little bit fascinated about it is um, I don't feel like I always have the attention span for this type of video. Like, okay, but what's the next thing? But <laughs> what's but I need to be doing something else or like when what's going to change? And so it's been really um kind of a fun journey to kind of for myself yeah to see like okay what what can i do or what does intrigue me or not but in terms of like just being out in nature or something i think that's a thing i do instinctually yeah okay that that makes a ton of sense because i feel the same way and we'll talk about it more that i get especially just alone in the house uh the, the apartment way too antsy to just watch a tree move on a video. And also like always that concern of like, would I click this random video? Is it going to be that suddenly a, you know, a clown pops into frame and it's a ha ha, you idiot. Like there's a lot of various <laughs> anxieties yeah. that uh, I don't have as much anxiety in actual nature that a clown is going to pop up. Right. <laughs> uh, so I guess what I'm asking is, do you think it took the, these new experiences you're having to take that step from, I know that this is calming in real life to sit on a bench and watch a tree. But now that I really, really am in a place where I need that calm, that you're that that's what has allowed you to kind of take that next step forward to trying to have that kind of relaxation through a video experience rather than a real life experience. I think that's part of it. I think I am. I had made it a goal for myself for this year, even before, you know, kind of coronavirus hit that I wanted to try meditation and see kind of just try a few different versions of it. So it was helping me actually achieve one of my goals that I made at the beginning (laughs) of the year. Um, So I think it was a little bit of that. And it was also intrigue. And then we'll get into this more with some of kind of the examples of different places that I've looked at. I think sometimes it's about what is being shared and how it's being shared. Okay, But I do want to back up for a second um, to one other thing that's kind of like this, but not exactly, which is the slow TV movement, Okay, which I think we've talked about before. And it's one that I always... Um, Remind me what it is. Yeah. So there was kind of as everything was getting faster and shorter and everything, there was a pushback. I know there was a pushback in Norway. I think it was also in other places, but okay. the, the examples I know of are from Norway where they have... We watch part of it. They... Just put a camera on a train that was driving um, from like Oslo to Bergen or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it is truly just like it's going at the pace of the train and you see the, um, you know, the 
Townsend, everything that was going through. There's another one that was um, knitting. And so you just watch people knitting. On a train? No, just knitting. <laughs> okay. Just I, w- knitting. I would like knitting on a train. Just. I, I mean, maybe there are people were knitting on the train. Okay. And I think there's another one of like wood chopping. A relaxing video of wood chopping? Well, a slow TV where it's just like, we're not trying to make this fast. We're not trying to make this sexy. I think right. it was there's kind no of edits. Like, it's just. Yeah, there's. I don't think there's edits. I think it was kind of when Vine was coming out and it's like everything is shorter and faster and, you know, so it's like, okay, we're going to go the opposite direction. We're just going to give you the real experience. Okay, but I have a specific wood chopping question. Yeah. So we watched part of the train one and I mm-hmm. get the train in its relationship to sort of meditation videos because it's in it experience where you are letting go you are moving along with the train there's you know no narrative you're just being pulled forward and things are moving past you let, let me uh, wood chopping is how how did that work was it just like people coming in and chopping wood because that seems to me uh much more active and violent um, I don't know because it was on Netflix and I didn't watch it before okay. it left Netflix. So okay. uh, bring it back. I'll watch it All and right. I'll tell you. But I think it was just like, here's a tree. We're going to chop it. Like, here's the full process. Okay, of that makes sense to me. Chopping up a tree. Because that's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Which if you're stressed, that's also to just, if you're stressed and you can't feel like, you feel like you can't get anything done to say, we're going to slowly go through a process. That to yeah. me relates to being on a train and saying, we're going from point A to point B. And like here we start with the tree and now it's all cut down and the process is done. Yeah. And I don't think the intent was any sort of meditative intent. I think it was just kind of a, okay, you guys want things fast and with quick cuts? Here, slow TV. Let's make that a thing. Okay. Um. So, yeah. 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 And there was, um, at least for the train one, part of the reason, like I think I tried to watch it once when I just wanted something calm to look at but then they were narrating it so i was like oh i need to actually be able to sit down and watch all 12 hours of this or whatever who was narrating the train uh, some the narrator (laughs) like but there what there was like narration of like the towns outside yeah of what they were saying what was going on and what bridge there or tunnel they were going through and things like that okay fair enough maybe maybe some people would like that but yes uh so let's get to i think i have an understanding of your relationship with uh, slow television and peaceful things that are in real life or on a screen. Uh, Let's talk about how you started this adventure uh, recently, which is making meditation videos for your job. Yeah. So, um, you know, everything kind of shut down. And um, Grayson, where I work, is a a park and it's beautiful. And so we're looking, brainstorming, what are some different things that we could do? And I was, you know, spending a lot of time the first week or whatever saying what are other gardens and um you know kind of peaceful places what are other outdoor places doing you mentioned um, aquariums aquariums as well um but initially it was a lot of like what are other gardens like okay. i know i was looking at like the you know descanso here in los angeles or the new york botanical garden um and i think part of it was because it was also um spring and so it was right as a lot of um here in Los Angeles, right, as a lot of trees were coming into blossom, um, there was a big thing going on in the UK with Blossom called Blossom Watch, where they were um, really trying to kind of have it be a, a moment of sharing all of these outdoor experiences that people were having where they were since they couldn't go to places that were part of the, this was led by the National Trust. Okay. Um, so I was just looking at what are different ways that we can really take the peaceful 
nature of the grounds and bring those to people when they're at home to give people something pleasant to look at. So it was like pictures of what's blooming, t- videos of turtles. So in a way, it's this is mirroring your life experience where you had had the experience of enjoying physically going and watching a tree bob in the wind, but you maybe hadn't watched a video of it. And this was basically that's what you're doing for Greystone of saying, what are the peaceful experiences people might have if they could still come to the park? Mm-hmm. How can we capture them? Yeah. And how can we give them to people at home? So then yeah. um, I was chatting with my supervisor and we we're like, well, what if we did like some sort of meditation series and just originally I was thinking it would be like five or six videos and would be different fountains each week or something like that. Just something peaceful, like three to four minutes. Uh, But it turned into, we've been doing them now for, I've kind of lost, last time I counted, I think we had 15. So we've been releasing them every Monday. Um. (laughs) I wonder how many life decisions are made by alliteration. Like, <laughs> right? Would would it be weekly if it wasn't Meditation Monday? Would people have said Meditation Thursday? Well, at one point we were talking about like, oh, do we keep doing this? And like, well, maybe we move into the Sundays or something. I was like, Meditation Monday? Why? <laughs> like, that's not the problem. The alliteration is not the problem here. <laughs> How many more videos I want to take? Um, but it's been really interesting, and I mean, and it's been kind of a fun, just personal growth for me of thinking about what makes a good shot and you know finding out that i am not remotely capable of holding a camera steady enough for even 30 seconds let alone multiple minutes so right because the language of film means that if it's shaking that's a human observing it and that Mm -hmm. uh, shaky cam makes you feel like you it's not just somebody peacefully watching a pond it's like (laughs) a serial killer watching a pond if it's just shaking yeah or just like you can tell that this is a person and we wanted something that felt a little higher quality oh right And, and also then it makes it feel like the person is viewing it yeah. Not viewing it through somebody else's eyes. Right. Yeah. 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 And then we um, added music and, you know, happily there's a, that we have a great um, video team within the city that I'm able to work with. So they add the music and everything for me. I don't yeah. need to do that. You said coming to opinions or discoveries for yourself of what makes a good meditation Monday shot. What kind of things did you discover that makes a good shot or makes a bad shot besides a uh, shaky cam? <laughs> Um, you know, I think just kind of over time of thinking like, oh, this is going to be great. And then I look at it later. I'm like, "Mm, that was great in person. But it just, you know, like on the video, you just really notice that this tree looks like it's dying, even though it's not or, you know, okay, this looks really interesting, but the birds are too far away. Um, So things that take you out of the moment. Yeah, or just I mean, a lot of it is just kind of like composition. 101 and it's not like I do not consider myself a photographer or videographer at all so part of it is just kind of honing some of those skills yeah um so that people who do work more in that field would not not be like Sarah can you send me something better (laughs) not that they ever said that yeah but um but I feel like you know I certainly try to think about what's the composition and also what would be you know, like I said, a lot of them I started with fountains. So I was kind of thinking wide shots or a fountain with a flower. But then I've done a few that are like I did one that was clouds, which I really like. I don't know if that one is one that other people like, but I was like, but there happened to be beautiful clouds that day. And so I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And sometimes you just need to look up and look at the clouds. Yeah. Um, and can I ask about yeah. the way it was composed? Mm-hmm. Was it just the sky or was there anything in 
was it framed so that there was a part of the ground so there's a part of like graystone for reference there was it was framed with trees okay so you could yeah cool yeah so just kind of so it's been really a fun experience for that and then also the shooting of it because i try to shoot longer than the actual video is because you never know when a helicopter is going to fly over when someone's going to suddenly start you know doing their leaf blower when you're going to have you know sirens or really loud cars um and so what it's done is you know i'll start it and then i have to you know move away or not make any noise and just sit there and take it in for you know like six minutes oh so it's actually giving me that nature meditation moment in the process of shooting it too Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about what it seems to be your most beloved subject? Because it's the one that I have seen the most, which is the the turtles. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have one that's just like a turtle slowly getting to the top of a rock? Yeah, I've got two turtle ones that I've put up as meditation videos. Yeah. One is a solitary turtle just looking around. And I think at the end it turns. <laughs> it looks directly at the camera, right? And then you zoom in to the turtle's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I like that one because the turtle, I can't remember if this made it into the video or not, but the turtle keeps stretching its leg out. Oh. And so it's just like, it's like it's doing a little meditation too. So it's kind of like a little yoga video. You mm-hmm. could stretch your leg when the turtle does. Yeah. And what's the other turtle one? It's- the other one is two turtle. One climbs up onto a rock and then another turtle climbs up onto the rock and then they look around and then one of them slowly turns. <laughs> Did you and show that takes me five minutes? It takes five minutes. Wow. Did you show me one where the turtles couldn't get on the rock? <laughs> yeah. And that did yeah. not make the final cut, right? Because well, I remember it stressing me out of so, you saying like, hey, I filmed this for my meditation. And it was just like, it was like, no, I, that's that's what I'm experiencing in real life. I don't need to watch a turtle yeah, so struggle I, to accomplish something basic and be unable to do it. <laughs> so I also started a series and this one I haven't put as um, there aren't as many up because you know, I think like a lot of people, uh, March and April, everyone's like, let's do this and this and this and this. And some things are still going and some things are not. So I was, had started a series of um, just plain turtle videos. Um, but the turtles tend to just sit there. Or if they hear you coming, they all go into the water. Okay. And then you have to wait a really long time for them to come back out. And sometimes <laughs> I just didn't have that long because I got work to do. Um, but there is one that is one of the turtle videos that is on there. But it's just, it's just a turtle video. It's not a meditation video. Okay. Um, which it's shorter and doesn't have music. And it's on a different part of our website. It was released on a Monday. It's probably released on a Thursday for uh, Turtle Thursday. We make all these rules for ourselves. <laughs> this can't be a meditation video. It's just a Turtle Thursday video. All right. I yeah. like my alliteration. But it did have um, the rock that day was very crowded. And one of the turtles was trying to get up onto the rock, but couldn't quite get on the rock. But it did eventually like swim around and get up onto the rock on a different part of the rock. It was just trying to get onto the rock where there are already two turtles standing there. Okay. It was a rude turtle. It just, I think, wanted the other turtles to move. <laughs> and one of the turtles was really big. And I was like, no. <laughs> All right. See, even the simplest videos seem to have narrative to them, which is fascinating. <laughs> uh, what are your goals now? I mean, you've learned a lot because you're doing these. You're going to keep doing them. Are you? Do you have, like, sort of a, uh, fantasy is a weird word, but, like, do you have artistic goals or hopes? Is there, like, oh, I want to capture this bird or i want to you know capture this part of the park when the sky looks this way or you know what are your hopes and dreams for meditation videos that you're creating yeah so we have hawks that live on site and it um 
I have gotten short videos of them, but when they're flying, they fly over large distances. So it is more than I can capture and my without moving around a lot. Yeah. Um, what I wish I had captured is there were baby hawks uh, this wow. year, and I wish I had captured them like learning to fly or something like that. Um, so maybe maybe next time they're baby hawks. Did you watch them learn to fly in person? Not this year uh, because I wasn't on on site. Right, right. Um, so part of it was just like what hap- was happening the days I was there. Um, but I have in previous years been able to to kind of see them from afar learning to fly, which is one of my favorite experiences. Do they just kind of dip up and down? Like, are they really inconsistent? So the one that I saw um, was a baby hawk. So they're sta- they're on the top of we have some DDR cedar trees, which are really tall, and that's where the nest is. And the one bird was just like standing up there, and you could see it kind of like stretching out its wings as though it was trying to feel what the wind underneath it oh felt wow like. Like, and it was kind of wobbly and like <laughs> you could see it kind of adjusting <laughs> like video game tutorial like yeah. it was trying out that this is what it's going to feel like when i hit the x button but i'll just practice for now yeah yeah and it's fun <laughs> when they're first learning how to fly to see them um land yeah because the, the landings are not always super smooth <laughs> and so that that's fun oh yeah that's great <laughs> So all this time then, uh, you see hawks. Hawks is one of the things that you are hoping for in your videos. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Um, there's a few flowers that, you know, if we're still doing this in the winter, um, that bloom in the winter that okay. I would get. Okay. So what do you feel like you've learned for your own desires or experiences out of meditation videos? So like this is, obviously you've been giving lots of thought to it because you're doing it. You've mm-hmm. been looking at other sites that are doing it you've got this uh, idea of meditation videos that aren't necessarily guided meditation practices, but rather just something peaceful. Yeah. How is that affecting your own personal use of them? Are you, what are you, what are you seeking out? What do you want? And what are you getting out of it when you watch videos now, now that you're both a creator, how does being a creator affect you as a, a recipient of meditation videos? Yeah. So, um, so ours, I do want to clarify, as you just said, are just music. So there's no guided element to it. Um, I find, and I've heard from many other people who, you know, help post them and share them or, you know, get the links, um, kind of within our team of like, oh yeah, I, it was a a rough Friday. So I just had to go watch the most recent meditation Monday video and then I could calm back down again. So I'm, I'm I'm hearing anecdotally that they're being used (laughs) at least by staff. Um, so, I mean, it is, I do notice sometimes like if I'm reviewing it before I post it that I... I'm like, oh yeah, no, don't speed through this, Sarah. Just, just take it and listen to it and enjoy it and have that moment and you know have three minutes of calm breathing and give yourself that gift. Okay. Um, it's been interesting as I, throughout this kind of look at what other sites are doing and maybe what they've started or haven't done. Um, there's there's such a wide range. A lot of places do end up doing like a guided, uh, meditation, like one that at first kind of threw me, but then now I really uh, have appreciated the few that I've listened to is the Monterey Bay Aquarium, okay. which is why I brought up aquariums earlier, is they've been doing um, meditations, <laughs> which is meditation with ocean instead of Asians. So it looks great when you watch it. I don't quite know if I'm pronouncing it, how they pronounce it. Meditation. It puts such an emphasis on toe. I was like, what is this? <laughs> 
but medit ocean. Ocean. It's okay. It's yeah. using the ocean for meditation purposes. Yeah. So there, it's videos of different parts of the aquarium. Like the first one that I watched was their sea kelp forest, and <laughs> which you can see. So it's through the aquarium windows. Wow. And um, I was watching it because I wanted to see if there were going to be sea otters, and uh, there were not. Spoiler. But there are lots of fish and some sharks, and you could see the sea kelp, you know, swaying in the water. Um, but they did a, it's a guided meditation. So it's the person coming on. And to me, that's always such a, like, um, it, a personal thing about the person's voice. Yeah. And so you know, the person comes on, is like, okay, now we're just gonna take a few moments. And to me, like, if I'm in that headspace, I'm ready for it, but I kind of wasn't expecting it. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, so, but then I really enjoyed it, but it was great because it kind of led you through a guided meditation while you're watching the ocean. Yeah. Um, and they've got other ones that are. Was it know, time to it? Like, and don't pay attention to the shark. Or was it? <laughs> no, no, I haven't watched all of them. So maybe others are, but they have ones of like sea turtles and um, some other aquarium ones and some that from some of their outdoor locations. Yeah. Um, which I just think is a really cool concept. And a great way, um, I think, I don't know if they're still closed or not, but when they were closed, um, I think a really great way, because a lot of, um, actually, the way that this came up for us, was one of the things we talked about was doing a live cam. Okay. And like, of the park. Of the park. But we don't have quite things that are interesting enough for a live cam. Like, we don't have, yeah, you know, sea otters or things <laughs> like. Is, really cool if you did. <laughs> it would be, but they'd be really scary for the sea otters because we're not otters, on the ocean. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a really fascinating way with things like aquariums to be sharing, um, what's going on and still bringing people in. Um, but also like some art museums have done this where they'll do a meditation with a painting. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that one usually with a voice or is it just a lockdown here? You're, you're looking at a Degas. I've, I've think the ones that I've seen have all been with a voice, but one of them, also had text that you could read of like here's if you didn't want to listen to it to and just stare at the painting yeah so it was um like this one i think was a renoir of like a field so it's like okay you know think about um you know what you're seeing and imagine a time you were in a field and did you lay in the grass and how did that feel and it, it was really interesting yeah um to me to see how different places are kind of using this time and i feel like part of it is because there's so much um discussion outside of you know those of us who are in institutions that are talking about this but kind of on the general public realm of mindfulness and meditation and finding ways to keep our sanity and finding ways to deal with all of the uncertainty that's going on um and finding ways to encourage empathy which many people believe is one of the benefits of uh, mindfulness meditation that is really interesting all of the different ways that people are finding to kind of bring what they have in their institutions that they can't bring people to and to bring it to people in their homes yeah that's really fascinating having uh, worked with many different nonprofit organizations the missions are almost always include something about an awareness of providing this connective tissue between uh, humans and society, right? Of mm-hmm. bringing them perspective or peace. And, you know, like working at Mill City Museum uh, back in the day, which I, it was a great experience, a flower museum, uh, or, uh, a flower, not a flower museum, a flower mill that had been uh, converted into museum. And you had that mission about like, well, history through history, we can all be connected and we can learn the origins of the city of Minneapolis. And like, 
Every once in a while, you'd have a really calm conversation with someone and you'd really feel that. But the practicality of a lot of it is like, there are 60 children screaming and trying to break the museum and you don't feel the peace Mm -hmm. that is so inherent in the mission statements of a lot of places like that. So that's really cool that this time could be used for, uh, you know, museums and aquariums and public parks to really, really drill down on that mission of of connecting people to a, a, a kind of more... Uh, oceanic feeling of we are all one organism we are all connected we can all have these experiences and you know we are all you know one one giant humanity yeah yeah and to find that different way of connecting right now when people need something different yeah you know i think that's part of it is a lot of these uh, organizations and institutions part of part of their mission is to they both have their own long-term mission but also to respond bond and adapt a little bit and you know within their mission of course and so it's a a really interesting to me way of how different organizations have responded and adapted to a totally different reality than at this time last year yeah yeah and i i would imagine also just on a on a deeper psychological level seeing things that are in stasis Mm -hmm. or seeing things that continue like when everything in our sort of human constructed world is in doubt, uh, you know, the, the new mutants film may be come out and maybe never will <laughs> streaming services work for now, but they might collapse. But like the ocean isn't going to be canceled. Right. Uh, at least right. Not, not right this second, you know, uh, that painting that has survived for centuries and, you know, affected people across time for centuries you know, I would imagine just seeing things that have stood the test of time is reassuring on this sort of deeper level, even if we're not consciously thinking about it. Yeah, 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 I really think so. There is one um, one museum that I'm trying to remember which one it was, but um, I don't remember off the top of my head. They had an exhibit that was up about um, Tibetan art and meditation. Oh. And they pivoted right away and just started offering like uh, video or still images of some of the items that were in the the um uh the exhibit but then also because the exhibit was already about meditation and they already had all of these resources within um you know whether their curator or their special exhibits team they were able to put all of these things up right away and i thought that was a great way to pivot instantly and still make it about what the exhibit was supposed to be about because it was a short-term exhibit that had like another six weeks left or something so they just really dove into it had had first feet first because it was safe (laughs) feet first as you should be let's be about safety um but and really i thought that was really interesting too yeah yeah i want to touch a little bit more on your like clearly your obsession is about creating them in, in in looking at the way other institutions are doing it because that's why our conversation keeps coming back to so i think that is your must be your primary obsession you can of course tell me if if i'm wrong about how other institutions are doing it well it, about this very modern version of them because yeah. every time i ask you about your own personal experience the conversation pivots back to what you've learned from observing other institutions <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think that is my very much my obsession because it is a new obsession for me um as of you know basically the start of the safer at home orders yeah um so it's a new one and this is how i've experienced it and i think it'll continue to change and grow as 
the world continues to change and grow and figure out some version of new normal. But yeah, but right now very much it's, I I very much enjoy what I do yeah. um, in making them. And that I think is certainly part of it. That was kind of the, um, you know, like the, the reason, the thing that every, catalyst? The, the catalyst. Thank you. Um, and I think that that's part of where it came from. Okay. But it, to me so much is like, oh, this is so interesting. And what are different creative ways that other, um, I, I keep talking about institutions and organizations, but I don't even just mean them. I mean, Lizzo's flute solo got a huge response too. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let me ask you, if you were going to make time or, or if both you and I were going to make time, if we said that we are going to, you know, on it, well, it, it's, there's no alliteration. I'm sorry. But uh, the meditation Saturday for us, uh-huh. if we said in the afternoon, we're both going to find a meditation video that we like that brings us calm and we're going to put in our headphones and listen to it. Would you seek out something that is just music or would you seek out something that is a voice guiding you? Mm. I think to me, it depends very much on what my goal is at the time. If it's like I just need a few minutes to kind of reset or be here with my thoughts or just breathe, um, and maybe I want to see something pretty or interesting or look at nature, yeah, um, or you know, see creatures which are also part of nature, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, then I would probably go to the video. But if it were uh, the, with the video of maybe just music and a pleasing image or images, yeah. Um, you know, like the, if I was too hot and wanted to feel cool, I'd look for a, you know, babbling mountain stream or something okay. like that. But if I really wanted to have like, okay, no, I really want to treat this as a meditation and I want something else out of it, then I probably would go for a, some sort of guided meditation. Okay. So for you, what do, what do you think is the difference? Uh, what does it do to you to just look at something peaceful and let your mind wander versus having your mind literally guided to say because if you're watching uh you know a, a, an underwater video and maybe a sea otter goes by your mind can just drift to whatever it wants right you can think back to your childhood you can think about what you want to do in the future you can just imagine being a sea otter you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. but if you watch that same video and the sea otter comes on and the voice is literally saying now remember a time where you went swimming and it's literally, I mean, I know it's, it's the word guided, so I'm not saying anything brilliant here. But what do you think is the difference between that experience to just let your mind go wherever versus having a voice tell you where to go? Yeah. So I will, again, have a caveat <laughs> that I truly just haven't listened to as many guided ones. Um, yeah. But I think for, for me, from from my very limited experience, um I mean, it's it's kind of what you said. It's what do you want out of it? Is it that you, like a lot of guided ones, um, sometimes they're just guided for calming. And yeah. a lot of times the guiding is just about your breath. Yeah. So you're really focusing on your breath and it's really, um, you know, probably bringing in a lot of the um, benefits of meditation of kind of the calming your responses and letting your mind focus and all of that. Uh, sometimes the guided ones are like, you know, Guided meditation for setting intentions or guided meditation for sleep. Okay, so you know what you're those. getting so into. That's, so then it's got kind of a specific um, goal or intent or purpose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You you described the differences, but yeah. you didn't answer my question about <laughs> you for yourself. Yeah. 
do you want to let your mind wander? Which would bring you more peace? To just let your mind wander or to have yourself be guided through it? Yeah, I th- honestly, it totally depends on the day and the moment for me. Okay. And that's why I like them both because sometimes it's just like I just need to look at something pretty and have some music in the background and just kind of take myself out of where I am. Yeah. And maybe my brain is too active to be able to right now jump into something that's guided. Yeah. But other times I really am like, yeah, I really feel like, you know, maybe I don't have feel like I have time right now to do yoga, but I would do yoga and a guided meditation to me is a little bit closer to some of what I get out of yoga. Right. I mean, mentally instead of physically, but you get both with yoga as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I, I think yeah. the reason I'm really curious about it is just because there are those are massively different things. I hadn't mm-hmm. really thought about that. You know, I thought about like, oh, yeah, peaceful video is, is great to for us to all take a deep breath and calm down. But the, to me, the difference between uh, watching your video of a turtle and there's some music and maybe <laughs> maybe I could really dislike the music. But as soon as you introduce a voice, you have. Like you were saying, is it a voice you like? Is it the personality? Does it feel like it's truly offering you? Or does it feel like the voice is really telling you what to do? Mm-hmm. And I think because I am currently feeling so frustrated with uh, the what's going on in the world and what's going on in America mm-hmm. and feeling like uh, things are not going in the direction that I want and feeling cooped up, that having a voice that I may or may not find peaceful, tell me how to be peaceful right. (laughs) Sounds like the opposite of peaceful, Uh, but I didn't want to project that. I wanted to ask your opinion on it first. Yeah, I have not found any yet where once I'm into it, the voice um, doesn't work for me. Okay. There have been a few where I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, like when the voice starts talking, it just takes me a minute to kind of recalibrate. Yeah. But I haven't listened to any that I've truly found the voice annoying to me or just like, you're telling me what to do too much. Okay. Um, and honestly, if I did, I would, no bossy I would meditation. stop. Yeah, I would find a different one. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, you're not for me today. No, no. So you've talked about yoga a couple of times. Uh, in, you've been obviously using the yoga videos here at home. Uh, is yoga just in general to you? Is it a, f- even when you've been able to go to classes in the past? Is that obviously it is a form of meditation, but how do you receive, how does, in your mind, how does doing yoga versus watching a turtle climb a rock, what, what is the similarities and differences between those? (laughs) Um, So yoga is, depending on what version of it you do and depending on kind of what approach you take, it can be supposed to have an element of like meditative quality to it. Yeah. I'm horrible at that. I mean, I think part of this, honestly, is just the, like, kind of trying to have this be, like, a um, a thing with myself that I just work on. Like, it's okay. one of my, like, okay, how being in the moment and, you know, or thinking about my breath and only thinking about my breath. And, you know, like, there's the whole, like, yep, let yourself, let other thoughts come in and acknowledge them, but then come back to the breath. And I've gotten much better better at it and I think honestly doing some of the yoga videos at home have helped me but um but that kind of just being mindful being present 
Um, sometimes I'm good at it if I'm not thinking about it, but if I'm thinking about it, then I'm usually actually thinking about like, oh, but is my leg in the right place? And I probably have this position not quite right. And I think my shoulder's in the wrong place. Like I'm, I'm very self-critical during especially yoga classes. Okay. Um, and I think sometimes with the video, it lets me do it a little bit more for myself and then get into that headspace a little bit more. Yeah. If that makes sense. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah. But so for you, oftentimes yoga has been, I get what you're saying about being self-critical in class versus you're at home and you're just doing it, you're taking or leaving whatever's being said to give your body the exercise it needs. But in general with yoga, for you, it's been more about a form of exercise than a form of meditation. Yes. Okay. Okay. Could you do yoga for yourself while watching one of your turtle videos? Um. Yes and no. <laughs> Uh, and I just say yes and no, because in yoga, you're moving around a lot. So if you're always staring at a screen, <laughs> you're not doing the positions correctly. I just think this is the yoga that would work for me as uh, yoga that I could do while also constantly staring at the television. I think if it were on the television, but then sometimes you have to bring your head down mm. just like the turtle. No, that's and a then you bring it back up and the turtle's still there staring at you. No, I want to be able to watch succession while doing <laughs> yoga to get myself to a real peaceful place. <laughs> we'll work on that okay sounds uh-huh. good i know it's a bad start idea. stretching i am not a i'm not a great meditation student student um what do you think the effect on society would be if it just did become a cultural norm that hey around lunchtime everybody does like five minutes of a meditation video or you know a yoga video or just self-guided uh, meditation without a video but if it was just a real cultural norm that we really really embraced that we need to not always be in a place of go, 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 in a place of, you know, the uh, viewing life as conflict, but in a place of viewing life as peaceful. Mm-hmm. What do you think that would, would that have an effect on overall oh, society? You think? I think that would be fascinating. I mean, to me, it's really, it provides that moment of reset yeah, um, for yourself and also that moment of balance. And as you were saying earlier, I think depending on kind of maybe where you're coming from and what you're watching or doing for your meditation, it also does give that moment of connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would love for it to make, you know, society overall more connected, um, more aware of each other, um, yeah. of community, of empathy, of other people being people who are also just trying to get through their lives and yeah. figure things out. Um but even not thinking on of it on such a large scale, I think individually, kind of giving yourself that permission to take a deep breath, I think is something that a lot of us don't do. And it feels, it feels like we're doing something wrong. Like we're wasting time. We're wasting a lot of time. American or, culture in particular yeah, is like the way to, the way to be the best is like, I never stop. Yeah. And I, so I feel like that permission to take a deep breath Okay. Would be, I would think would be really good and probably have health benefits and everything for people <laughs> and, you know, make people aware of their bodies, whether, you know, whatever they're capable of or not in terms of moving around or, or not. But I feel like it would be good for self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. I prattled on about empathy, but you've brought it up a couple of times. What, how, what do you think? Why do you think meditation or taking a deep breath generates empathy? So here's the other part of all of this. Okay. <laughs> um, this is not a meditation video, but also through a lot of this, I have been slowly reading um, 
the Book of Joy, okay, which is interviews with the Dalai Lama and um, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, uh, which talks a lot about meditation. Okay, and so I think some of that is actually filtering in oh, to me. Okay, um, because Dalai Lama obviously talks a lot about meditation. Big on empathy. Big on empathy. Both of them very big on empathy. Very big on empathy and connection, and that kind of connection of humanity and taking that moment to remember that everybody else is human and having that build on empathy. So I, f- I think that is percolating into how I receive meditation videos. Okay. So I think that's where that's coming from. Okay. It's but, coming straight from the Dalai Lama. Okay. That, it, <laughs> you know, and that makes total sense. Anytime you can go straight from empathy to Dalai Lama, it makes perfect sense. So what, what, is, what is being said or what are you internalizing about how it actually happens? Is it just that you, by, by becoming peaceful you are kind of letting go of some anger and you're feeling calmer and more open to the idea that, oh, that that person that I'm getting a stressful email from is not my antagonist. They're another person. That's that just just the act of being peaceful opens up that reminder of this is what it is to be human and not everyone else is an antagonist. Um, I I I think that's kind of the idea behind it. This is where I go back to the caveat of my obsession is meditation videos and not a full, you know, like understanding of meditation. But that's my very basic understanding is that, yeah, that some of the um, kind of getting back to yourself and getting back to humanity as everybody is human gives people more patience for other people and also gives you that your own um, ability to rather than instantly react pause for a moment you know take that breath before you react mm. i think is kind of some of the idea of it as well okay but this is me with like hi i know this is a giant iceberg and i'm just standing on the very 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 tip of it right but it, it but you're approaching it like i am asking you for the correct answer on a quiz <laughs> uh, and and i understand we're we're, we're talking a little bit about that because you've been reading the book but I'm, i want to know also for your own personal experience yeah. Like when you have taken the time to do a meditation video or you've taken the time to uh, <laughs> watch your own meditation videos and have the uh, the magic work on you, how have you experienced yeah. feeling more empathy after doing meditation? So I found that when I do, um, in particular, honestly, a guided meditation, so like say I'm watching the sea kelp forest doing a guided meditation, or if I do um, a yoga where I have succeeded in being meditated, more meditative or it's a yoga video that includes some meditation um i am more patient afterward okay and i think that that is for me and this is just for myself like i feel like when i am feeling more patient i am a more empathetic human okay and i don't not saying that's universally true i'm saying that's true for me yeah um but i think that because i get to kind of a calmer state um it makes me more patient Okay, and and that translates to how you interact with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you just you you realize that that turtle wants to be on the rock too. Yeah, <laughs> so I can just sit there, let it be on the rock. If I need to move away because right where I'm walking is where it needs to be walking right now, I can do that and not be as upset about it. I mean, not that I'm going to get upset about a turtle, but yeah. Um, but I feel like like if I've done a guided meditation and then have to go like walk on a. Uh, 
we don't have that many busy sidewalks right now. We try not to, but every once in a while they are. <laughs> um, you know, or walk by people who are not wearing their masks or something. I walk farther around, but just kind of let it go. Yeah. Not a good time to take a deep breath if people aren't wearing masks, nope. though. Nope. Yeah. I've taken that inside <laughs> and I take it once and pass them. Have patience with them without right. uh, breathing. Uh, I, I joke about, you know, trying to watch uh, Succession and doing yoga, but I think... For me, I know the answer is probably just, well, you need to make time for it. But my my stress with uh, any sort of meditation video, relaxation video, is I feel like my primary stress always comes from I don't have enough time to do the things that I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. um, obviously, sometimes I'm angry or impatient or frustrated or something's you know, bubbling to the surface. But a lot of times it's just... I will feel better when I accomplish these two tasks. So, and, and I spend so much time in that mode that doing only one thing makes me extremely stressed. Mm-hmm. So anytime that I've tried to start a relaxation video, it feels like it is having the opposite effect for me because I feel better when I get things done and stopping and only doing one thing at a time and not completing the things that, I will feel good to complete mm-hmm. stresses me. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of which is just like, yeah, yeah, I know that's that's the whole deal. That's why you should watch a <laughs> relaxation video. But do you think there is any world, is a relaxation video, a meditation video, does it need to be your primary focus? Or is there any world <laughs> where one could multitask a meditation video and get some of the benefit out of it while still feeling like they're being productive? Um, yeah, actually I do. I think that that's where videos like the ones that I make and other, many other people do too, that are maybe just music or just, um, you know, like the atmospheric sound, say it's, you know, bird singing or something. I feel like those you do because a lot of the, um, the benefit to me is, you know, you're getting the benefit from what you're hearing. Um, hopefully you're getting some benefit from what you're watching. Uh, since it is a video, (laughs) I want my videos (laughs) to be useful. Um, but I do feel like you can do something else at the same time. I mean, I certainly have done other things at the same time while doing those. And I still feel like you don't get the full benefit, but I feel like you do get absolutely some benefit of just like something a little calmer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I say this with the person who currently has like 20 tabs open with meditation <laughs> videos on them. So play them all at once. Yeah. And I think I have for weeks. So, I mean, it's, I, I'm right there with you. The yeah. reason that I was, that this has been on my list for a long time to be like, oh, I should do this. Oh, all these people say this is cool. I should try it. I can't find time or I can't make the choice to make time. Make the choice to make the time. Yeah. yeah. And I had to for my job. So um, there you go. <laughs> Forced into guided meditation <laughs> by capitalism. All right. The Sarah Scrimshaw story. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> it's a good story to have. No, that really inspires me actually to, to watch maybe one of uh, your Greystone videos and to give myself the um, the little bit of productivity I need in order to uh, uh, give myself permission to do that and to have it not be stressful, to not have mm-hmm. that that wall up that has to be broken before I can get to the actual benefit. Maybe I'll say like, I have this specific part of a story that I want to think about. Mm. And think about one particular part of a story while watching this peaceful thing and see if that uh, generates... Uh, it, 
ideas so I can feel like I'm productive while just watching the turtles. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. And a lot of them are only three minutes or four minutes. So, <laughs> okay, so real fast, real fast piece. Yeah, I think I think the longest mine are usually between three and five minutes. Okay, so they're not like big half hour long things. Okay, um, not they're, a they're four hour short. train ride. No, no, no. <laughs> Would you listen? As a form of meditation uh, to a peaceful, it, you're watching a video, mm-hmm. it, let's say it's in just peaceful tree in the breeze, uh, but the audio is Darth Vader breathing. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> it would depend on where I was at and what my goal was. If it was like, okay. I need to get a little on the anxious side so I complete com, can complete my next task. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe? It's fascinating because it's designed, obviously, is an ominous sound. Yeah. You know, but so I just listened to this uh, Doctor Who, or not Doctor Who, excuse me, Star Wars audiobook uh, that features Vader as a character. Okay. But we go, but it's narrated by this character, uh, Dr. Afrin. It's about this character, Dr. Afra, who has interactions with Vader. But there's some moments where... Uh, She's in a scene with Vader, so Vader's breathing is going, and every once in a while he talks, but then we'll go into her head as she is reflecting on her interaction with Vader and what she should say next or what she shouldn't, and they keep Vader's breath in there, in the audio, so like, she's talking to Vader, and Vader's like, do not disappoint me, I see I'm even speeding up his breath, because I don't have to take, I don't have time, (laughs) I don't have time to do his breath uh, at the actual rate, so he's breathing away, and then she's like... Uh, you know, I got a real choice to make. Should I do this or should I do that? And she's talking to herself and to us, the audience. But that breath is going in the background at this very specific rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first time I was like, oh, Vader's breathing as like, a, a, you know, a meditation aid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of like it for that. Like it really puts the the ominous like what she has to think quickly because she's this is hanging out outside of her she needs to respond yeah i mean it's the phrase breathing down your neck he's like yeah, yeah he's literally like, standing there breathing yeah <laughs> yeah so it depends on what you what comes back to, the, to your goal yeah um you know and when i've got like things that are like i'm really stressed about getting these two things done i'm not gonna be like okay so i'm gonna watch a meditation video <laughs> and be like yeah i'm gonna do these things and i'll come back to my 20 tabs later and find out if one of them is vader breathing yeah okay uh here's my final question in our main uh topic area mm-hmm. here uh You've made the Greystone ones uh, for the job mm-hmm. and to for people to sort of uh, recreate what people might experience in the park, right? Because if people came to the park, they could just sit in front of the pond and, and wait for the turtles. Um, if you were going to make meditation videos for yourself, not yeah. for your job, what kind of uh, auteur uh, motivation, motiva- motivation videos do you have in mind? Oh, I would think I've been thinking about this one a lot. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, I think that so... I think it's a really interesting way to think about where you are and what you're exploring um, or what you're doing. Um, I mean, it's it's a little it would be a little hard right now with, um, you know, being primarily in our uh, home. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I to me, I like for the video ones, I like when there's a little bit of inherent movement. I think that's part of why I gravitated toward fountains. Um, right. And also the sound of water, uh, because at first I wasn't sure if we were going to add music, so I wanted there to be some sound. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, if I were making them here, we we have a lot of crows that live around us, so I guess I would make one of a crow. <laughs> um, but I've been thinking about it in particular as like an interesting way 
say when you're exploring a new place or you know traveling like say we go explore a, a new town or a new part of Los Angeles like what if that were the goal is like every place you go you take a th- you know 3 4 minute video of something that then you turn into a, a meditation video and maybe it's an ant crawling on some sand or maybe it's cars driving past and is there a way to make that be a meditation video yeah um yeah no i've i've honestly been thinking about this a lot and expect a lot of uh sarah meditation videos in our future i am excited for that (laughs) you got you got me really inspired with the traffic like could you take a video of a traffic jam and actually make it feel like meditation right (laughs) and i've kind of like when we, I, when we've been at the Osh before, I've taken, I know I've taken um, sound recordings. Yeah. And I want to say that at least once I was like, I'm just going to take a video of this for a minute so that when I'm at home and really need the ocean, I can just find this and play this. And I've, you know, of course, I kind of then forgot about it until right now. So I haven't done that, <laughs> um, you know, but kind of that idea of taking video or taking audio and then using it for other things. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's we'll have lo- to come back to part two of this in a year. And see yeah. This. Let's loop some ocean sounds over traffic jams <laughs> and make a lot of money, right? Because that's what it's all that's, about. That's what it's all about. Are all these free meditation videos <laughs> making lots of money? <laughs> yeah. Free meditation videos making money. Well, you never know on uh, on old YouTube. I Do you-, mean, you could sell it to Calmer Headspace or something. Yeah. Those are the the yeah. apps that you pay for. Yeah. Well, I really like your idea of finding like going places because it suggests. Uh, still engaging with the world. Mm-hmm. And I think I do like the the videos that have some movement in them or some kind of like the ocean of like, well, look, the, the, the creatures of the sea are still going about their business. You know, I know we've created many problems for those sea creatures as well, but they're still moving. And I think there is for me maybe a fine line between like, if it's just a locked off shot of a tree, like well, that could be from The Walking Dead. That could be from <laughs> the world's over. But if you're watching something with a little bit of activity, you know, it's slow and it's peaceful, but there's a little bit of bustle. It makes you feel like the world's still alive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But mine from this week is actually uh, trees. So okay. you need to watch that one, I think. Okay. See what you I'll, think. I'll give it a try. Yep. It's the tops <laughs> of some oak trees. Okay. Nice. I will look at the top of the oak trees. Uh, we are going to move on to our plugs. Where can people find you and your meditation videos? Yeah, so you can find um, my, the meditation videos at beverlyhills.org slash meditation Monday. And uh, they're all up there um, and gets shared on social media as well. Uh, you, it's on the Greystone Facebook page, right? It's on the Greystone Facebook page and also on um, Community Life BH, um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay, great. Um, and then you can find me at Sarah underscore Scrimshaw on Twitter and Scrim Street on uh, Instagram. Excellent. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host. That is called Four Center. For info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums and stuff, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can also support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. And there are many resources to help people in these difficult times. We are still recommending the website blacklivesmatter.com, which links to lots of great resources. Here are our final questions. Sarah, if you could breathe underwater or be resistant... Resistant to fire, which would you choose? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I got so excited when you said breathe underwater. I feel <laughs> no. like I need to do that. Um, 
Uh, and the resistant to fires just because, you know, we live in the western half of the U.S. and there's fires around here and uh, that sounds really nice. But I would want it to be like a big blanket that I can make everything around me resistant to fire. And okay. Maybe that's, you know, like shooting too close to the sun. So I'm going to go with breathing underwater. Well, you can shoot close to the sun if you're resistant to fire. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Take okay. that, Icarus uh, Wings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, look at the, the meditation videos are clearly working because you answered a question about what superpower you would like to have by turning it into empathy. Of like, <laughs> I would like to be able to share my power right. to help other people. And if I could breathe underwater, I could just like go take some of those pieces of plastic away before I, I, the sea turtles eat them. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is, it's all about empathy. <laughs> Uh, if you could make a cocktail for any person, living or dead, who would you want to make a cocktail for? Ooh, oh, gosh, there's so many people. But here's one that I've been kind of um, has been on my mind lately, uh, as in a person that I'd be I don't know a lot about her, um, but I'm so curious. And I feel like saying I'm going to make you a cocktail and then tell me more about you would be Frances Perkins. Okay. And she was um, one of the, I believe, the first female cabinet member and basically one of the architects of the New Deal. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I just kind of want to pick her brain about kind of everything that went into that. And I realize there are lots of biographies and things that people can read. I have not read those. So I want to make her a cocktail and pick her brain. Absolutely. Does she have to be alive? She's not. No, no, okay. no. Any person living or dead. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Forgot if I had <laughs> jumped over that. You can make that. her a corpse reviver cocktail. <laughs> there and, we go. Yes. Uh, Perfect. Interesting. So this is great to do a podcast with a person that you live with uh, because sometimes things come up. I didn't know that you were on a Francis Perkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you, how did she enter your uh, mental landscape? How, how did you become aware of her? I I honestly don't remember. Um, she gets, I, when I read her name, I was like, oh, yeah, I forget about her, as we, a lot of us do, and I shouldn't. Um, I, maybe it was something that was like some anniversary of the, some element of the New Deal. Okay. Um, or like powerful women you forget about, <laughs> or important women you forget about. <laughs> um, something like that. I want to say probably either Twitter or something from the library. Okay. <laughs> but I, I want to say it was a tweet, that, and then I was like, oh, right. I, I meant to remember her 20 years ago and i heard about her before or something like that okay well you read up i will uh, listeners can look forward to our francis perkins uh episode of obsessed yeah because i'm i'm that's i'm very interested in learning more about this person yeah definitely final question coming in the future yes coming in the future final question is always is what is happiness oh how do i still forget um happiness i'm gonna keep it themed is um Finding an, uh, a screen that you can bring underwater, <laughs> and I'm going to bring it to the sea kelp forest, and along with a flotation device, and I'm going to watch a meditation video with the sea otters, oh. and see um, if we can both get some peace and calm out of it. Okay. Meditating with the sea otters is <laughs> happiness. That's a very good answer. Thank you so much. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Okay, so I think I said once during our episode about meditation videos, I think I called them motivation videos at least once. Did I do that? Um, if you did, I didn't catch it, but uh, that works too. <laughs> no, no. I feel like they're they're the opposite of one another, right? Well, so meditation to me suggests 
calming and recentering, which I mm-hmm. guess can be a kind of motivation. In motivation video, I think of like people screaming at you. Oh, I think we need better motivation videos. <laughs> yes, I clearly just need to watch a meditation, not a motivation video. But I would like a, a like a combination, a meditation video where somebody speaks very quietly about finding your inner beast. Yeah. Oh, we can do that. Going up there and making money. We can and make now, that. now you are going to be a monster. You are going to tear <laughs> down the competition. I love that this is your idea of a motivation video. Well, what is your idea of a motivation video? You can do, like, it's about believing in yourself and you can do this and, you know, find the things, like, it's finding your intention and then going out and doing it and, you know, believing in yourself, not letting other people tear you down. Yeah. It's not about, like, you will be a monster. (laughs) You will go attack. Yes. Okay. So I'm I'm glad we had this conversation. I think you are correct. I think when I think of motivation videos, I think of the, like, seminars of you can all be rich. Like, Um, that. that's what comes into my mind. But I should think more positively that a lot of motivation videos are just like, yay, get up and greet the day. Good job. You can all be rich. Hulk smash. (laughs) 